0: Now proudly presented on SNME. That's Sunday night's main event. Patreon and free feed. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host your boy George McKay back here on another MLW Rewind. And it is our Thanksgiving Day edition to all our American fans. Happy Thanksgiving to all our Canadian fans. Thanksgiving happened a month and a half ago sorry it's not it's not our thanksgiving it's theirs but as always i'm your host your boy george mckay and this is the one and only uncle bobby b baby yes and as he does his uh perfect harry from home alone impression digging on that hat by the way
1: Fisherman's.
0: no i know but you look like harry from home alone minus i mean harry didn't have a beard if you had a gold tooth though i mean i guess better harry than Marv. No, you couldn't be Marv. I mean, you got the body type for Marv, but you don't have the... Oh,
1: Marv is... Daniel Stern is all tall and lanky. I That's know, what I mean.
0: You're... Well, you're not tall and lanky, but you're lanky-ish. I'm
1: probably more Pesci than than anything.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, attitude-wise, yes, you're 100% Pesci. Yes. Pesci from Casino Pesci. Yeah, oh, yeah. Is this your pen? You like this pen? <laughs> all right, guys. Before we get into our rewind today of MLW's Fusion on Thanksgiving, we want to give big shout-out to our sponsor. For this one episode. And our sponsor is right above us. That's right guys. Thanks to the one and only Jacob for We are honorary Usos and honorary MLWs for one night. MLW reached out. They are sponsoring this episode. Thank you guys so much for the opportunity. We hope to not let you down. And we hope for it to be many, many more. And as well, our sponsors would like us to do one thing promote what their charity is for this Christmas. It's St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Wanna ask everyone out there to donate what they can and help the children in need of medical support during the holidays. The link for St. Jude's will be in the bio of this video and also on every social media post that we do for this video. So please share what you can. Christmas is the season of giving and really, really wanna make sure that these kids have the support they need especially during the holidays.
1: And if you don't know St Jude's Children's Research Hospital, uh, they don't charge from what I understand. So in in the states where medical care is not socialized like it is up here in Canada and you mm-hmm. have to pay mm-hmm. for things mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a blessing to be able to give children health care at no cost. Uh, so we please we encourage you to follow the link in the description, make a donation. we're making a donation. And like George said, we appreciate MLW giving this sponsorship and this opportunity. uh, And we uh, encourage you again to support St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Absolutely,
0: guys. And again, the link will be in the description of this video. And we're going to shout out the sponsorship again, obviously, at the end of the video. So Mm -hmm. please, you know, like, share, donate, donate, donate. And thank you again, MLW, for the opportunity. And now, without further ado... It's Rewind Time. The episode starts off with a recap of Fightland, showing the highlights from each and every match and how it all went down. And if you watched Fightland, you know. If you watched our Fightland Fallout, you know that Alex Hammerstone is now the newest member of the World Titan Federation. Huge shock. And we hear from the WTF's newest acquisition right off the hop. And he says people want to know why he aired his grievances out on social media. They want to know why he aired out his dirty laundry. And he says, you know what? He did because he had issues with his contract status. And he wanted to address them. And as soon as he aired his grievances out publicly, he says MLW CEO Court Bauer stopped answering the phone. But he says one man did answer the phone. And that man was MSL. That's right. He was the voice of reason when there was no reason to be heard. And he listened to him. And now that he's listening to MSL, good things are happening. So you really want to see what Alex Hammerstone is going to do next? Do you want to see? Just going to have to wait and see. And that was his promo. And this promo was fire. Great way to kick off an episode. We loved it. I mean, I loved it. I'm not going to speak for Rob, but I loved it. I enjoyed it. It had me hyped. And I like seeing Hammer with an edge. Hammer's been a babyface for so long. Even when he was in Dynasty and he was kind of walking that line, he was still kind of more babyface than he was heel like his former best friend and partner Richard holiday was Rob, what did you think about the hammerstone promo to kick off Thanksgiving
1: day on fusion? I mean, we started talking about it. I walked through the door of your house and within a minute and a half, we were talking about this hammerstone promo that opened the show. It was raw. It's it it sounded totally off the cuff. Mm -hmm. It didn't sound like he sat there and rehearsed it. Uh, It was, it was solid. It was all emotion. I felt it. It had the conviction. We've got heel hammer now. I like heel hammer right off the hop. Uh, I'm I'm liking just the attitude that he's bringing to it, and I think the way that hammer wrestles suits him being a heel a little more because he's just so devastating, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. like it, when you're so devastating and you're a you're you know a nice guy, it's not the same as when you're you know mad and you're out there just looking to punish people and you don't care whether the fans support you or not. Because you got the WTF and Mr. Saint Laurent behind you. And those checks. At those least. checks that will consistently clear. So, this was
0: a solid promo from Hammer. Great way to open the show. Absolutely. And uh, we also find out that our main event for tonight is going to be tag team action. It's going to be the Boom I A Fight Club. That's right. Alex Kane, the world champ, and Mr. Thomas going one-on-one with WTF. Filthy Tom Lawler. Two on two. Sorry, two on two. Fair enough. Going two on two with Filthy Tom Lawler. And the agent, Matt Cardona. And that's going to happen at the end of the show. And uh, after Mance Warner unfortunately lost at Fightland, he is going to join us tonight to say goodbye. But before that, we got to get into some wrestling because that's what MLW is. It is Major League Wrestling. First match on the card, TJ Crawford versus Nolo Catano. Crawford comes out with a free Deppin sign. That's right. He is protesting the suspension of Tony Deppin, who really wouldn't have had this long suspension had he paid the fine for the attack on Kevin Blackwood. But that didn't make it on the sign. No, no, just free Deppin. This match was crazy. And I mean, the match itself was good. But with all the interferences that happened, it was absolutely crazy. First interference we get is a masked assailant. Uh, He comes out, tries to get in the ring, but Nolo deals with him quite convincingly. Um, then near the end of the match, after Nolo had built up some serious momentum, things were cooking. One of the moves I loved from Nolo was when he had, or sorry, should I say one of the moves I love from Crawford, he had Nolo hanging in between the top rope and the middle rope, kind of just swaying there. And he kind of did almost like a backstabber but with a knee to the face. So it was like mm-hmm. a front stabber, but to the face, I thought that was pretty impressive. But Catano, man, that kid can fly. Shout out to him. Going off the top rope, getting caught by Crawford, changing direction in midair to hit a Hurricane Rana Out of nowhere, crazy. That Nolo Catano slick. needs to be on TV a lot more than he's getting. The kid has momentum. And uh, if you want to know more about Nolo, well, you can check the Straight Talk archives because your boy sat down with him and it was a great conversation. We talked a lot about his wrestling history and Wu-Tang. There you go. And it's two great conversations, really. Um, but as momentum was in Catano's favor, Griffin McCoy shows his face with his fantastic Rolex and slick gold chain. And he hits Catano from behind without even seeing it coming. Unfortunately, Catano could not see it. And Crawford hits the silver bullet for the one, the two, the three. And at the end of that, Griffin McCoy and Crawford hug. And the mask to sail it returns, who we all obviously know, is Tony Depp. Now, Mass striker says it isn't. It's not proof. It's slanderous that Joe Dombrowski would even think that. But we're with you, Joe. We know it's Tony Depp. And by height, by size, by facial features in this mask that was pulled very tight, that's that's Tony Depp. Okay? It's
1: Tony Depp under this mask. You know that. Yes, you do. Don't know it's yes a, you you're, you're speculating it was
0: this okay now now I'm speculating what what are you striker and I'm Dabrowski here I, I'm not speculating it's I,
1: fact it was the compliment. same
0: outfit well thank you to me for comparing me to one of the best playway play guys there is out there so thank you for that but listen it was the same outfit that Deppin wore when he attacked Blackwood
1: same everything oh because nobody could be clever enough to wear all black you know what you're very. Nobody right, else would think to wear all I'm, black. Listen,
0: I I'm siding with Joe Dombrowski. That is Tony Dappin. I can even play this video back. There's a part when I said that you went like this. You did. You went like that because you knew it's true. There it is, right there. There it is. I right don't
1: there. know. I am not sold that it's that it's Tony. Depp. Sure. All right. You and your fisherman hats can go work on the docks later tonight. Okay. All right. You need good money working on the dog i know you do i know
0: you do and everything i've learned from the mafia video games the mafia takes a lot of good money from you too <laughs> all right guys next thing on the next thing on tonight's show we get a recap of that insane lucha rules tag match that we had at Fightland, and all eyes by the end of it were on mascot dorado 2.0 100 and you know what he cut a promo on rocky romero saying that he beat him in mexico now he beat him here in the united states and he was denied his title shot in mexico by CML, but now he wants a title shot here. He wants both. He wants both. He wants one shot at one shot. So we're gonna find out later on the show if that's accepted. But he wants Rocky's CM CML title and he wants that middleweight title. Going
1: right after Champ Champ.
0: Right after Champ Champ, man. And uh, you know what? I'll say this Masque dorado got the promo entirely in Spanish, but I love the intensity that I was feeling from it. The subtitles were there, so I was able to kind of understand what he was saying. But I loved his intensity, and I think that I think that he's right because that match, as much as we all praised Ichiban in that match, Masquerado did score the pin. He did score the pin. So honestly and truly, I think he's due for a title shot. What do you think? What do you got? Uh,
1: I, I mean, he put the challenge out there, mm-hmm. so it's really up to Rocky now mm-hmm. to accept the challenge or not. And well, I mean, it would be
0: up to Selena De La Renta oh, as well, Selena,
1: But like, if if I'm Selena or Rocky, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying no. Nah, why? I'm not giving you a shot. What have you done to deserve a shot? No. He beat Rocky twice. I don't care. He beat him pretty much in both places that he holds titles. It's up to Rocky now. If I was Rocky, I would say no, especially if the guy beat me twice. I'd be like, (laughs) probably not a good idea. I would wait for... Well, if you have any kind of integrity as a fighting champion, you do say yes. A fighting champion doesn't always retain his title, so
0: better to be a but i have more champion. i have more respect for the fighting champion that loses his title than the champion that hides behind his
1: promoter and refuses to accept a challenge well it's it's called a level of intelligence and, and picking your battles discretion we call it
0: right so okay what you're saying is that rocky romero's scared because he knows he's gonna lose I, title I, you are putting words oh first i was being slanderous now i'm putting right, now i'm twisting your words into your okay all right you know let's move on past that tonight we are going to get a thanksgiving day trust that's right i'll say it again a thanksgiving day trust trust as becca and love doug will finally go on their first date this has been weeks and months coming of you know love doug courting becca and now rob now we're going to get the payoff he's finally getting that date
1: is he though
0: we'll find out a little bit later on we got an msl promo as he's in the World Titan Federation headquarters. And he's got a, um, what do you call those things at buffets? The buffet tray?
1: What do you call those things at buffets?
0: Is it a buffet tray?
1: Yeah, sure, you call it a buffet tray. He's got
0: the buffet tray behind him, which is obviously filled with Thanksgiving Day goodies. I mean, it's not open, but it's there. So, you know, he was chowing down on some Thanksgiving Day goodies. And you know what? He wants to wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. And in two weeks, he wants everyone to know what they already know, which is exactly what's going to happen. Matt Cardona is going to beat Alex Kane for that World Heavyweight Championship. And then MLW and it's wrestling fans will become extinct and everyone will transition into the WTF and the WTF universe and bring sports entertainment into the future. A future where they're gonna work tuxes at ringside like the glory days and at the end of it all, the WTF will be the only thing standing. He also addresses tonight's main event saying that the WTF will beat those boo my bumps. Strong words from a WTF promoter. Rob, what do you think about this promo before I get into my opinion about this promo? Because I think my opinion will affect, or my opinion may change, depending on your opinion. Uh,
1: first of all, we need bluer tuxedos. That's, that's a, a brilliant idea. Yeah.
0: It's like um, wearing a garbage
1: bag. You're gonna sweat. You're life. like wearing a garbage bag.
0: That is horribly rude. And on Thanksgiving Day, when this is a day for family and friends to come this together, Thanksgiving for us. What? Well, it's Thanksgiving for our a lot of our listeners and followers. Yes, and we wish them a happy turkey day. Okay, okay. anyways, get to your promo. Fine. Valor Tuxedo Tuxedo's. Get society. to my promo or oh, yeah.
1: get to your get to your promo opinion, you fucker. You know, I know MLW fills a lot of stuff in batches, and we've been seeing so much of, of MSL. They Must have just had him for like two hours just cutting promos, but they
0: I will say this though, they do keep changing what's on the desk and what's around the desk, so, so it mean, always makes everything look fresh and fresh and new.
1: No, but I I, I enjoy it, Mr. Saint Laurent. He's got a certain quality about him. In the oh, I thought
0: he... you were going to really go over the top and say, Je ne sais Quoi? No, no,
1: I don't speak French. I should, we live, in, you know, by all, kind of all right. All right, I'm trying to t- Well, you, stop interrupting me, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, he's, he's got a certain quality that it's it's i don't know he's almost like a he's like the pt barnum of pro wrestling and I, I, I don't know how else to put it uh he's great though and i'm loving this wtf angle uh i, I want to see how far it's gonna go because it could be I, like, I don't see it stopping anytime soon the train is fully in motion will we start seeing like i know the one shot is is msls but I, we could see an episode of fusion that's entirely wtf branded it could we be could. could be interesting could be, could be uh, 2024
0: is around the corner we never know what may hold
1: right and i mean he's built himself i'm I'm surprised frankly that the wider pro wrestling world isn't on this more of this faction that's being built here and the quality of stars within it uh well let's run it down right there i mean you got davy boy smith recovering
0: recovering but still there still there you got snitsky you know still there you've got filthy tom lawler you've got the agent matt cardona you got alex hammerstone you got Steph DeLander, and you've got that other guy who who we don't know his name yet. The guy who looks like Hammerstone from Wish.
1: Yeah, and that's just to start. So you know, the calling was was dominating for a while, but given their recent uh, turbulence, well, we'll find out about that in a few minutes, actually. But uh, y- yeah, I I'd say that the WTF is is the dominant. I don't even know if you want to call them a faction. They are the dominant entity. You know, I,
0: I was on the main show with uh, Boris, one of our SNME counterparts there. Shout out to Boris; he does great work. Uh, obviously, if you're listening to us on SNME, you already know that but I was on the show and he asked me kind of my opinions. And and I told him that this reminds me of NWO circa 96, 97 when they first started that invasion side of things. I mean, everyone loves a good invasion angle. These are Boris's words. so I'm quoting Boris. Everyone loves a good invasion angle, but this is what this reminds me of how quickly NWO rose to power by some of those big acquisitions. Like you look at those first five or six names that they had once the the original three were related, they had some big names come right off the hop, man. Absolutely. So this, this really could be that, you know what we're seeing now just revamped and with way more money and power behind it because we don't know what Saint Laurent stole from Microman. So there's a lot of money there, 150%. Some uh, hot
1: dogs, apparently.
0: A lot of yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later as well. Uh we get word that there is a situation going on backstage. And as the cameraman arrives, it is uh Promosios Dorado, and they are attacking Ichiban. It's a three-on-one assault. Janai Kai, Rocky Romero. And Rodriguez, what's it? Ricardo Rodriguez? Jesus Jesus Rodriguez, thank you. Jesus Rodriguez, they are just beating Ichiban down. They hold him up. Selena walks over and says, this is what you get for interrupting me. I told you not to interrupt me. Then she gives him five fingers to the face, looks at the camera, and calls him a bitch. Yeah, Selena ain't playing, and Ichiban now has been kind of removed from the situation for the most part, but obviously they have to still answer. Masca 2.0's challenge to rocky which we'll find out that answer a little bit later on the show uh we also got a promo from the calling or ricky shane page's version of the calling saying that hey we all make mistakes when we're young and we pay for them when we're older and as he's saying that there are clips of the assault on akira after the Fightland match and uh, he says the hammer is about to drop and he laughs as cannonball sits behind him with a sickle and um yeah uh, this obviously is going to lead to Akira versus Ricky for that openweight title. Uh when? We don't know. Where? We don't know. Uh but we we hope soon. Uh, it may not be a one shot, but it definitely could be after one shot for sure. Or who knows, it could be on a Fusion because right now the main event that they're giving us right now on a Fusion is incredible. That's all I got to say. Yeah. This is this is a pay-per-view main event and we're getting this tag team match on a fusion so what does that tell you about the caliber of matches that mlw can put together uh the next match on the card is featherweight action we got the notorious mimi she's going up against the undefeated tiara james uh it was a good match honestly tiara showed me something she continues to show me something with every match and every win and i say that because uh she won this in pretty convincing fashion yeah mimi had her moments but i really did love that finisher which i don't think she's named but she kind of had her in what you would consider a neckbreaker, and then inverted her almost into a DB, DDT faceplant. Yeah, it was it was cool though. But just changing the perception of your opponent's eye line and causing that little you know disturbia, if you will, uh, really convincing. And I liked it. And the fans, the fans are still kind of on the fence about Tr because they don't know what to make of her. But she's strong. She's strong, and she she's improving honestly for me with every match. At the end of this match, Sam Laterna catches up with her at the top of the ramp. And she's all hyped up saying, you know, she wants to thank MLW. This has been a breakout year. She wants to thank the MLW fans and everyone that continues to support her. And she feels like she's ready for a title shot. And Sam LaTurna agrees and says, you know, we could be looking at a future featherweight champion. So Jani Kai, I mean, she is the featherweight champ for now. But this featherweight division, a division that in the beginning stages was trying to feel itself out, really firing on all cylinders right now and they are stacking the deck firmly against the champ i mean think about who you got in this division you got becca okay you got dummy exo you got tiara james you got mimi who i hope to see more of we've got a lot of promising talent plus we have the international stars like miyu yama yama why do you always laugh i try I, i laugh because you try okay well don't be an asshole how do you say your name
1: Oh, I forgot. I have to look it up. Mio oh,
0: Yamashita, I think. Mio yeah, Miu Yamashita. And we also got Maki Ito. So, I mean, they are not yeah, part yeah, of yeah, the yeah. division, but they are, you know, guests that come in from time to time for that featherweight division. So, honestly and truly, uh, I could see TR James definitely getting a title shot in the future. What did you think of this match? Uh,
1: match was good. I like that they let Mimi get some stuff in. Uh, they talked a little bit about her. Two years at the Monster Factory. Four? Four. Yes, four years at the Monster Factory. I thought it was two at the Monster Factory. Oh, so when two... you correct me,
0: I have to deal with it. No, I, no. It's I'm four, saying... six-year pro. Okay. Four years at the Monster Factory, two years kind of just really, you know, getting her legs underneath her, if you will. But he Stryker did say four years at the Monster Factory.
1: Okay, whatever. Four years at the Monster Factory. Uh, she looked pretty good in there, and I like that, like I said, they let her get some stuff in, get mm-hmm. a little bit of offense in. Tiara James looking solid. She's athletic. She's got charisma. Uh, I think she's still finding her feet a little bit in terms of her just her persona. Like she's top tier T.R. James, which is great. But she's gotta find that individuality that just sets her apart from everybody else. Uh, but she's she's got tons of upside. And I love that MLW's investing. We're seeing all this young talent. Brett Ryan Goslin, TR James, notorious Mimi, McCoy uh, McCoy, thank Crawford. you. Crawford. Right? This is great. Like you can say what you want, but they're investing in young talent, bringing in people. Nolo no Catano, v- Yeah, the, yeah. The next star.
0: Yeah, yeah. These are, these are, and MLW is great about picking up the next stars. I mean, a lot of the people that are the top people in the game right now got their legs underneath them in MLW. Three you know th- three letters, MJF. That's all I got to say. Um, we get a recap of the love affair that is Love Doug and Becca. We get a whole sorted kind of array of all the gifts that he gave her, all the times she ignored him, all the time she dissed him. All the time, she literally and figuratively slammed the door in his face. And this is all leading up to their big date later on tonight. Now, earlier today, freelance cameras caught up with St. Laurent as he's getting out of his vehicle. Not sure if it's going into the Titan Federation headquarters or if it's coming to the arena. They didn't specify, but did specify that it was freelance cameras. And he was a little bit upset because he was on a phone call getting out of his car. He didn't want to give TMZ a soundbite. But when the cameraman said it was freelance, he said, "Okay, I'll give you a soundbite. And the cameraman asked him, Hammerstone's contract, did you have anything to do with, say, tampering with it? And Saylor right away shuts that down. He says, are you accusing me of a nefarious act? Because that is slanderous. That is defamation of character. And he starts going into all this stuff. And then he says, Hammerstone, hit the free agency market. He was in Guatemala when it happened. Phone calls were made. And, of course, he's going to sign the top free agent in pro wrestling why wouldn't he and now that just makes wtf that much bigger and that much stronger and you just gotta wait and see you just gotta wait and see as he walks away actually storms away from the freelance cameraman. uh so you know uh i guess it was in the arena because shortly after that we see him in the back and he's on the phone again and he's eating a hot dog that obviously was purchased from a convenience store 150 percent. and he's talking about how they got to get the social media numbers up and by the bots, I think he said, particularly in Malaysia, Malaysia, because the ones in Lithuania are tampered. <laughs> and at that point, it's good advice, good advice, absolutely good advice. Manders is coming out of uh, the doctor's, the MLW doctor's office, and he stops him and he says, "You know, there's a lot of upside. I can see you, you know, becoming part of WTF. You're a strong addition." To which point, Manders hands him what we can only assume to be a three quarters empty or one quarter full beer um there wasn't much left in that can but it tells him to hold the beer says he's not a handshake and a hot dog kind of guy and tells saint laurent he'll see him down the line saint laurent's pretty happy with this because it's not a yes and it's not a no it's just left in limbo but what do you think about saint laurent kind of now going after manders now knowing that he's removed mance warner from the
1: sgc at least in mlw it's curious it is curious i find not not because nothing wrong with manders he's a tremendous competitor and if i was running a faction i'd go after him too but Mm -hmm. just it's just i I don't know mr saint laurent he's his mind is working and he might have something going on i don't know what's going on there i don't know you know given how close sgc was with microman and the way that ended up well and also the way that you know man got screwed at fightland by wtf so it was
0: interesting that he would pursue manders but with matt justice not there and mance warner not there it is curious as to why he would pick that member of sdc and to get him in that kind of an alone situation well split up the tag titles too right absolutely absolutely or it could be just the whole kind of underhanded thing even when msl doesn't have a plan he somehow has a plan Mm -hmm. so we just have to see how the dots connect if you will uh, you know, uh, one shot central, uh, control center, if you will, coming up right now. Uh, it's one night only that MSL calls the shots completely. Everything on this pay per view will be up to his discretion. We've already got a few bangers put together for this match, so we already know about uh, Alex Kane versus Matt Cardona. Kane will have Thomas in his corner. Cardona will have Steph Delander Delander in her corner. Uh, in his corner, sorry, and uh, that's for the heavyweight championship. We also know that there'll be very first uh, MLW champion. I'm not even going to attempt. Satoshi Satoshi Kojima. Satoshi Kojima. Thank you. Is going up against the filthy one, Tom Lawler. And Janai Kai, she will defend her featherweight championship against Maki Ito. And the princess of princess title from TJWP will be on the line as Miyu Yamashito. I think I did pretty good on that one. Versus Delmi Exo. And Rocky Romero will put his middleweight title at least on the line against Masca Dorado 2.0. So that's exciting. It, it is weird though, because we do see Selena and Rocky discussing it right before the match is announced. And he says he'll put both titles on his line, but as the graphic shows in the episode, right now it only confirmed that the middleweight title will be on the line. I'm sure the other title will probably be on the line as well, but it's not official that I can say. Rocky agreed to it. Dorado 2.0 asked for both titles, but the graphic only says the middleweight championship. So maybe they haven't got clearance from CMLL to authorize a dual championship fight. But regardless, it's still going to be a banger. And this is the card already. Like, this is the card already. And I'm sure in the two weeks leading up to one shot, there will be at least one or two more matches announced. But this is the card already. Yeah. That's how stacked this card is. Some of these matches are dream matches, some of these matches are matches. That again, if you don't have Fight Plus, I stress to you, I'm not sure what you're doing as a pro wrestling fan. Seven or a person or a person
1: doing in your life.
0: Yeah, $7.99 a month. Okay. Less than a cost of three coffees is the monthly subscription for this streaming service. And you get all the MLW pay per views included. It's part of it. You don't pay extra for it, it's part of it. Plus, the hours of content that come with it the library is huge so again i i don't i don't know what you might want to revamp your life choices speak to whatever god you choose to believe in and try to figure out why you haven't purchased this subscription okay that's all i'm gonna say that's um, all i'm gonna say
1: and i just want to circle back to satoshi kojima uh we got to see him and when i say we i mean like western fans got to see him uh another promotion he had some big spots uh he's you know bread club if you don't know look it up like he's hilarious uh man loves bread and i can't say i blame him i mean who doesn't love bread i love bread uh but tremendous wrestler he's had a great career uh it, pro wrestling noah look it up. noah's one of those things where every time i see noah i'm like i like this i gotta watch more of this and i never do i really i really gotta do but what what a what a thing to have kojima come back he's 53 years old the og champion it's gonna be amazing excuse me all right next thing on the card kane alex kane hits us with what
0: i believe to be promo of the night minutes before walking through the curtain for this main event he cuts his promo sam catches catches up with him and he's on fire okay he's been waiting one month to catch that melatonin deficient ho ho i was i was Oh, you paused, building? You I was building. Perfect. Yeah, and that filthy hoe. Okay, he's been waiting to catch them. And Fat Joe, A.K.A. Marcel,
1: <laughs> scared the shit out of me.
0: <laughs> this was great. You're yelling more than he did. He's the worst hoe of them all. He's gonna and they these guys listen. They put boots on Thomas, and they're gonna get checked for that. That will not go unchecked. Okay, he's gonna toss them pillar to post and coast to coast, and
1: that's on boom i a yeah that was an fire op- fucking promo that was a promo straight out of like 1987 like that was i'm screaming into the mic i'm pissed off i'm coming for you I'm intensity
0: against, turned yeah.
1: all the way up. yeah that was that's that's like if you're looking for how to cut a good promo there's a great example right there
0: 100 promo of the night my opinion uh, i'm not sure what your opinion is but i love this everything about this promo uh now it is the time for the date that love doug is mere seconds away from his date and as he goes to becca's dressing room he opens the door she's not there but brett ryan goslin is and he says well who are you and he confesses that he is becca's boydman before he beats the shit out of love doug with a crowbar to the point where he gets a little bit of blood on his hands literally okay beats him profusely we don't really get to see the aftermath that is love doug because who wants to see that uh, it's probably definitely going to be some serious stitches. But, uh, yeah. So, I'm assuming that the date is off. This was all a ploy. This was a setup. Becca now, and Gosling had this all planned from the get-go.
1: But did they? Or is Gosselin maybe... Trying, trying to get in Love Doug's head? Or maybe is he just as delusional as people thought Doug was? Maybe he's like, I'm Becca's boyfriend, but he's really not. He just thinks he is. So, what you're saying, Love Doug is like the... Soft, sensitive stalker. He's being but outstalked. Gosling is like the angry stalker. He's being outstocked. Holy
0: shit! He's being outstalked. I don't know I that's just. I didn't think of it that way. Uh, you
1: ever seen back end Gosling in the same place? No, no.
0: But I mean, there was a couple times where she would only open the door for Doug like a quarter of the way, so we don't know who oh, else was in that dressing room.
1: That's because you know nobody needs to see what's what her dressing room looks like.
0: Well, Privacy.
1: No, there's blood on the walls in her dressing room. I don't know what's on the walls. Well, there's definitely blood on the walls
0: after that assault. Well, after that, yeah. That's what, I, oh my God. <laughs> all right. Anyways, Manders, he's outside the U-Haul with Vance Warner. They're having their last beer. Manders says this sucks. Mance tells him to calm down, baby. Calm down. Bullshit. The WTF bozos, Gardona, MSL, and Steph, they tricked him. They fucked him up, but it's all good because SGC's got the gold. And he was looking forward to Freeburg Rules. He was. Yeah. But it can't happen now. Can't happen now.
1: I love that when it was like a, it was almost like a coach giving a, a halftime. Time. You can do this without me. You don't need me. You you you, you showed you can do this on your own. Like I was I was dying.
0: Absolutely. He goes on to tell Manners it's all good. Rob steamrolled ahead a little bit. You showed what you can do. You guys got the gold. It's all good. And then he looks at the camera and he says, MLW, not gonna cry. He knows what he signed up for, and he just got to live with it. And he's out. And at that point, they hug. And they part ways as you can hear Mance off camera saying that's the last beer, (laughs) but it was a sad, sad moment. Oh, wait, I did actually forget to mention one thing because Rob steamrolled ahead. He got me off his thing. He knows a good brother, a good brother. Number three says he likes a drink you guys will get along great. So we may get a unconventional addition to the SGC in the coming weeks. Good brother. Number three, may or may not be possibly making an appearance they didn't say it was going to be forever just making an appearance but right now sgc does have the gold but they do not have their i guess fearless
1: leader if you yeah well i mean good brother number three uh he's he's kind of built very similar to Mance, kind of a very much so similar taste for beer uh similar style so you know if Mance is gone, but Good Brother Three comes in, I, I mean, I can deal with that. Absolutely, and we can't also forget that
0: Jimmy Lloyd is also kind of in there. I know he's not a member of SGC, but he's, he's kind of connected, guys. He's he's kind of made connected. It. He's he made, not me, but he's connected. Of yours, friend of mine. Fair enough. All right, it's main event time, guys. MSL comes out. He introduces his champions. Uh A Fight Club comes out. there firing on all cylinders right out the gate, and Alex Kane. Gives them all this work. He was handling his business. Transitioning from suplexes from Lawler. Cardona gets to the ring. Or sorry, Cardona. Then Lawler gets the ring. Transitions fluently between suplexes on both guys. Then, unfortunately, suffers some kind of a lower abdomen injury. Either a lower back or lower ribcage injury. I'm not really sure. Rolled out of the ring. Screaming in pain. Could barely hold up his own body weight. As he was taken back. This became a handicap situation, a two-on-one situation. Mr. Thomas was kind of left there alone uh, while Alex Kane was tended to in the back by the MLW doctors. Thomas held his own though. I will say that. He held his own. He was still getting his butt whooped, but he held his own. And at that point, Alex Kane comes back. He comes back to the ring to help Mr. Thomas, and he is firing on all cylinders. A couple corner bumps. He's throwing suplex around, but then he rolls out of the ring again. He's in pain, and... What does filthy Tom Lawler do? He hits Alex Kane right on the back with a chair. And at that point, Matt Cardona hits radio silence on Mr. Thomas for the one, two, three, and it is over. And as MLW Thanksgiving special goes off the air, we see Cardona and Lawler high above the top rope, hands in the air, as Kane and Thomas are taken to the back for some serious medical attention. And you know that Kane came out wrapped up on that lower lower abdomen area so you know that that was against doctor's orders as referees were trying to stop him but he wasn't going to do and he was fired up though Man, adrenaline hit him so i guess he was ignoring the pain or couldn't feel the pain at that point it was it was all heart from alex kane i appreciate him but i just don't know what long-term effects he may have on going back out there for those few more bumps that he
1: took i didn't think he was that hurt you know why why is that he didn't look angry he This this is my the way I think. If I'm Alex Kane right now and I'm literally at the top of my game, as evidenced by not only the pay per view but this match, Mm -hmm. which was Alex Kane doing Alex Kane things. Okay, and when people can say that about you, this is you doing you. That means you've, you've done something good. So, Kane doing Kane things. If I was at the top of my game, world champion, nobody can touch me. And I got injured in that match. I wouldn't been I wouldn't have been outside screaming in pain. I would have been furious as a human being. And I didn't see that fury on his face. And I'm like, I don't think he's hurt that bad. So we're gonna see what happens with that injury. I I expect it's gonna become a major focal point for whoever he's. The next two weeks leading into One Shot, this will be what,
0: what, WTF attacks, leading up to this match because right now Kane. Whether you think it's a subtle injury or it's a major injury, he's still hurt in some way, shape, or form. So he's already not at 100%. And you know that Cardona, ever being the but opportunist, I'll, he's going to want to take advantage of that.
1: I'll, I'll tell you, just in general, MLW's booking lately has been phenomenal. Uh, re- I don't know if it's... Oh, well, we
0: say that all the time. Their booking's always no, pretty solid, think, but,
1: man. Like It's always pretty like, solid. Especially the last few months have been really, really solid. Just like great, great booking. Uh, And and I want to touch again on MLW sponsoring us. And, of course, we're going to remind you again, St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital, please go in there and make a donation. Uh, It would be much appreciated. As we appreciate MLW for sponsoring this episode, we appreciate all the stars of MLW who've taken time to talk to us, whether it's on the show, at a show. Uh, You've all been amazing. We've, We've talked to at least probably half the roster at this point. Yeah, I mean, when, you, when you're when you at a local indie
0: show here in, in Canada and you hear Mance Warner look at you and say, hey, man, I know you. I recognize you. I like you guys. Uh, Alex Kane has given us phenomenal amounts of time. A personal endorsement from Jacob Batu. Uh, You know, Alex Hammerstone giving us follows, resharing some of her stuff. Richard Holliday back in the day giving us time. Myron Reed back in the day giving us time. Like this roster has been so welcoming to us. And now to have MLW recognize what we're doing to give us this sponsorship for this episode and we hope it leads to more but if it doesn't hey man this is phenomenal and again st jude's children's hospital link in the bio donate what you can five dollars ten dollars one dollar doesn't matter donate what you can help those kids get some you know medical support during these holidays that are coming up and again happy thanksgiving as we streamline onto one shot mlw thank you the mlw roster thank you from Alex Kane to Jacob Fatou to the agent Matt Cardona, to the ever filthy one, to MSL and his weird foot fetish with our other friend, Michelle, all of that and more. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't make that face. You know about the Twitter battle that they had. Anyways, guys, peace, love, and wrestling. Yes, you do. You absolutely do. Peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you guys next week. And MLW, thank you for this opportunity. We appreciate you. Have a good night, guys. Adios.